98K News. It's one o'clock. I'm Barry O'Rourke. The top stories. Reports of fighting in Kiev as the Ukrainian president calls on his country to stand firm. The West imposes sanctions on v- Russian President Vladimir Putin and his foreign minister. And a government vaccine advisor says Covid jabs should be mandatory, especially for the elderly. There are reports of fighting in and around the Ukrainian capital of Kiev. Earlier, the country's president, Volodymyr Zelensky, warned that Russian troops were preparing to storm the city. In an address to the nation, Mr Zelensky urged people to stand firm, saying the fate of Ukraine was being decided. Our main objective is to end this carnage. The losses of the enemy are very serious. There are hundreds, hundreds of dead soldiers who crossed our border, who came to our land. Unfortunately, we have losses too. Ukrainians heroically resist the aggression. It is impossible to justify it. That is why occupants have to invent more and more absurd accusations in order to say something. The Ukrainian military says it has shot down a large Russian plane carrying airborne troops south of Kiev. It says heavy fighting has broken out around an airfield where Russian forces are trying to land. Russia has vetoed a UN resolution that would have deplored its attack on Ukraine following a debate at the Security Council. China, India and the UAE abstained. Eleven members voted in favour. The US ambassador, Linda Thomas-Greenfield, said the UN had been created to try to prevent the aggression Ukrainians are experiencing now. Tens of thousands of Ukrainians are crossing into neighbouring countries, Poland, Romania, Hungary and Slovakia, fleeing the war and the advancing Russian troops. Jung Argadini-Williams works for the UN Refugee Agency. There are large numbers that are starting to come and huge queues of people that are trying to reach the borders. So far, we can say at least 60,000, but the numbers probably considerably higher, have left and have arrived in neighboring countries as refugees. UNHCR is using a planning figure of up to 4 million, but of course there are figures that, that go higher and we really don't know what the situation will be in the coming days. The United States says it's imposing sanctions on President Vladimir Putin and his foreign minister, Sergei Lavrov, and will freeze their US assets following similar announcements from the European Union and Britain. The BBC's Barbara Plett-Usher in Washington explains the differences between US and European sanctions. These measures announced today will have more symbolic weight than economic weight. Uh, Obviously, it's highly unusual for an acting head of state to be sanctioned in this way. Uh, The name of Vladimir Putin will now be added to a list that includes that of Bashar al-Assad of Syria. But it's even more meaningful in the sense of Russia, because Russia is, of course, a permanent member of the UN Security Council, and it's a nuclear power. As to whether these sanctions will actually have any tangible tangible effect, we don't know, because nobody really knows where Vladimir Putin's financial assets are concealed. Government vaccine advisor Ivan Hung says COVID vaccinations should be mandatory, especially for the elderly, and that the key to fighting Omicron was being triple jabbed. Speaking on a radio show, Professor Hung said Hong Kong was now racing against time. The University of Hong Kong professor welcomed government advisers recommending a shorter interval between the second and third vaccine dose for adults, as well as between the first two BioNTech doses for those aged 5 to 17. But he said more could be done. My recommendation is to make vaccination mandatory, especially for the elderly, because we need to be fast, and we have already explained that many times. 
The vaccine pass system has almost made vaccination compulsory already, as in if you want to live in an elderly care home, you have to be vaccinated. Therefore, we can really consider making vaccination mandatory to speed up inoculation. Professor Hong also backed the decision to start recognising self-test positive results as confirmed cases. He said confirmation of a rapid test was no longer needed as the chance of fake positive was low. He said the move would alleviate the pressure on public laboratories. The mainland has reported 249 new confirmed coronavirus cases for Friday, up from 224 the previous day. The National Health Commission said of the new cases, 93 were locally transmitted, compared to 82 a day earlier. A 64-year-old man has died in a traffic accident on the North Lantau Highway. He had been driving a light goods vehicle towards Tung Chung yesterday evening when he reportedly hit a special-purpose vehicle near the Lantau Park Link and overturned unconscious and with serious leg injuries. He was rushed to Princess Margaret Hospital where he was certified dead about 90 minutes later. You're listening to RTHK. The time is five minutes past one. The Financial Secretary, Paul Chan, says the government is planning to offer interest-free loans to small landlords who will be affected by his proposed moratorium on commercial rents. Francis Sitt reports. Speaking on morning radio shows, the financial chief says small landlords could apply for interest-free loans through the government's 100% personal loan guarantee scheme, which offers three months' worth of rent or $100,000. In Mr Chan's latest budget, landlords are to be banned from taking legal action against or evicting specified businesses which fall behind on their rent during the COVID outbreak. The relief will be valid for three months and can be extended for a third of three. Mr Chan said this policy had been aimed at big landlords and real estate agencies. The financial secretary also said he was considering restricting banks from taking action against landlords who cannot make mortgage payments on time due to the policy. But he says such measures were only short term and tenants would have to pay rent one day. President Biden has confirmed he's nominating Katanji Brown-Jackson to serve on the Supreme Court. He called Judge Jackson one of our brightest legal minds. Mr Biden had pledged to nominate an African-American woman to America's highest court. This report from the BBC's Tara McKelvey. White House officials said that President Biden had sought someone with exceptional credentials and an unwavering commitment to the rule of law. That person, the official said, is Ms. Brown-Jackson, a Harvard Law graduate who grew up in Florida. Democrats, who currently have the majority in Congress, have said they plan to move quickly to confirm her nomination before elections in November, which could replace some of them with conservatives who would vote against her. To sports, where MMA fighter Ramona Pasquale will make history tonight when she becomes the first woman from Hong Kong to fight in the UFC. Pasquale, who moved to Las Vegas in 2020 to get UFC matchmakers to take notice of her, will take on Josiane Nunes of Brazil in Las Vegas. She told MMA Mania that she's ready. Oh, I'm ready. I mean, she's aggressive. She's a banger. You know, she's going to come out swinging. She's going to pressure forward, and I'm definitely ready for that kind of challenge. And honestly, I can't wait. I think the the pressure is exciting, Um, and I really love that uh, I'll be able to you know, do this. She's only had one fight in the UFC, so not super experienced as far as octagon fights go. Um, so it's kind of like a good time and like a good way for me to get, you know, test myself as well, come in there um, and see and see who's going to come out on top. 
And with a look ahead to the football action in England this weekend, here's the BBC's John Bennett. Liverpool have a break from the title race and the chance to win the first major trophy of the English football season. Jurgen Klopp's side take on European champions Chelsea in the League Cup final at Wembley. Liverpool haven't won the competition since 2012. Meanwhile, Chelsea are looking to win their second trophy this month after claiming the Club World Cup in the UAE two weeks ago. And their manager, Thomas Tuchel, has a good record against Klopp since moving to England, winning once and drawing twice. Back in the Premier League, Manchester City can restore their six-point lead at the top of the table if they beat Everton. It's City's first game since suffering a shock 3-2 defeat to Tottenham last weekend. As for Tottenham, they face struggling Leeds, who are getting dragged into the relegation battle. They're without a victory in five games since winning 3-2 at West Ham United last month. But Tottenham are also out of form after four defeats in five games and their manager Antonio Conte has even questioned this week whether he's the right man for the job. Meanwhile, Burnley may be in the bottom three, but they've got a chance to make it three wins in a row when they take on Crystal Palace. Formula One says it's impossible to hold a race in Russia later this year following Russia's attack on Ukraine. Formula One has scheduled a race in Sochi on September the 25th, but this will now be moved. And now to the weather. It'll be fine, dry in the afternoon with light winds. The outlook, fine tomorrow, still cool in the morning, sunny intervals in the following couple of days. It'll be mild during the day with one or two mist patches in the morning and at night. The current temperature is 20 degrees Celsius and the humidity is at 59%. And to end the news, the top stories once again. Reports of fighting in Kiev as the Ukrainian president calls on his country to stand firm. The West imposes sanctions on Russian President Vladimir Putin and his Foreign Minister Sergei Lavrov. And a government vaccine advisor says Covid jabs should be mandatory, especially for the elderly. You're listening to the news on RTHK. The second hour with covers, some of the greatest covers, some of the not so well-known covers of all time. Here's Nonpoint with their cover of Phil Collins in the air tonight.
Given the volatility of the pandemic, please get the third COVID-19 vaccination dose soon. The antibody level will drop over time after receiving a vaccine. Getting the third jab gives extra protection to guard against the virus. Most importantly, it reduces the risks of severe disease and death. The mutant strains are highly contagious. 